Thanks so much for joining us and for tuning in to the Steeple Church podcast. Our hope as you listen in is that you might encounter Jesus, hear and receive his love, and be encouraged and empowered by his spirit to be and bring life and love to one another and to the other in your world. If you would like to get in touch with us or keep up to date with what's happening in and through the life of Steeple Church, please jump on to our website at steeplechurch.com.au or follow us on the socials via Facebook or Instagram at steeple.church. We're looking forward to meeting you one day soon, but in the meantime, enjoy the message. Bless you, fam. The first time that I came to this monument and this place was almost accidental because Uncle Ray had told me about it years ago and told me about the first text of Psalm 116 verse 12. So when I found it, all of a sudden I started listening from the floor up, from my feet up. And what I noticed around me was all of this hustle bustle, all of the busyness, pedestrians, all these huge buildings. And it grieved me how the land had been covered, completely covered, cemented over, paved. We cannot see the land here. And yet I could hear it screaming and I could hear within my spirit the voices of ancestors who have not received peace from justice and right relationship. I could, I could feel them coming all the way through and I could hear them through my feet. The monument itself is very beautiful, but it's amazing how people just walk past and don't even notice it. I wonder if we'll stop to notice what it is reminding us of. This call and invitation to give our best gift back to God. A response of gratitude, a response of standing in our identity that he has called us into, to be his body, to be his representation of love and justice, mercy, humility, and community here in these lands. There is this deep invitation, but it's a challenging one. It's special to be together here on Gadigal country and special to be together as well. For Aboriginal Sunday, the first Aboriginal Sunday post mm. the referendum. I'm reflecting back on William Cooper's call for us back in 1939 where he called all churches around Australia to take the Sunday before January 26th as a day prayer and solidarity with Aboriginal people and a day of reflection as well about what was lost with the coming of white colonisation. It has extra resonance in the light of the fact that we know that that moment is at the heart of the messiness I think in the Australian story. We're here with Uncle Pastor Ray Minicon. Uncle Ray has come to us and has on his heart for the Australian Church on Aboriginal Sunday this year to actually go back to reflect 
on the very first sermon ever given uh, on this land we now call Australia. Um, so Uncle Ray, I wanted to pass over to you and I'd love to just ask you what led you to want to focus on this for Aboriginal Sunday 2024? It's not the first sermon only, it's the first biblical text that was ever preached on this soil, Aboriginal land. When you see the monument, what nation around the world has got a monument to a biblical passage that asks this incredible question, what shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? That's such a powerful question. It's not something for us Aboriginal people specifically to respond to because it was addressed to the convicts and now it's addressed to this country and this nation. And these are the beneficiaries of that convict era. What about those settlers and those convicts that were hearing this sermon for the first time? So I think they would have been like a lot of Aboriginal people, uh, very ambivalent to that message. Mm. What's it got to do with me? Where's my benefit? I'm stuck here, away mm. from family, away from everything. I'm still under the judgment of a judge. And I've got a judge here who's going to, and, and military, who's going to keep me under their controls. So, yeah. I think about the Gadigal people who would have been watching from a distance. If they had had, a, had that scripture translated into their knowledge and understanding, they would have so much to say and answer and explain about how here in this place, this sacred space. On that monument still sits as a testament, as a sentinel, as a witness to what this uh, country is uh, supposed to be addressing. And so it's a very, very deep uh, national question. I think it goes to the heart of the challenges that this country faces with uh, Australia's First Peoples. What shall they render unto the Lord for all of their benefits towards Him? And they're the beneficiaries of our dispossession. And so it's up to them to ask or respond to the question. You know, we look at the Uluru Statement from the heart and this generous invitation for voice, treaty and truth. And so I think coming back to that moment and for the church to look at the first Bible reading on this land, how do we reckon with that? How do we actually outwork this ministry of reconciliation that God has given us to be in right relationship, to reconcile people to God to creation, to each other. I think we've been buried so much for 200 years under this whole notion of uh, uh, colonial oppression that it's almost uh, killed a lot of our dreams off. Yeah. And the statement from the heart brought those dreams uh -huh. yeah. back into some kind of reality for us. Voice, treaty and truth. It was a simple question. What shall I render unto the Lord for all of his benefits towards me? Truth, treaty, voice. We could have got there. 
you had the opportunity, but the country refused it. That's the sadness of it all. Is the church willing to even begin and then further from that continue to be the example of love and truth that this gospel of Jesus is? They're not answering it faithfully, they're not answering it biblically, they're not answering it theologically, they're not answering it politically, they're not answering it even personally. And if they want to preach the message of Jesus to my people, then they're going to have to show true justice, true truth-telling, and a better way forward that actually gives us some kind of practical substance to believe that there might be an opportunity for some kind of reconciliatory processes. But at the moment, there isn't. So I'm, I'm hearing some of that, Uncle Ray. I'm hearing a heart for the church to set itself up and pursue its distinctiveness by almost paralleling the calls in the Uluru Statement of the Heart within its own institutional structures by speaking truth, by listening deeply to the voices of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, and by pursuing processes of reconciliation. It's listening to the voice of God. It's listening to what He has given us in His book about what He knows justice is, what justice looks like, what justice feels like. So what shall I render unto the Lord <laughs> is what God is saying to the church. What shall you render unto the Lord for all of the benefits he's given you? Look at this country. I think we've still got a lot of business to go. Mm. And by asking this question, perhaps it's a chance. That's what I meant by a grace. Mm. Another moment where we can be given the chance to wrestle and rumble with these questions mm. together and get right within ourselves, within ourselves, and even bigger within ourselves I'm grateful that we can have these hard conversations which seem like there's not easy resolution to but see that's why we need God I feel like we are answering some of that question as we speak even though we, we're acknowledging that it has to keep being asked and we have to keep wrestling with it that question was asked as the very first biblical question reflected upon in a church in these lands now called Australia. As a, as a person of faith, I think I have some sadness as I reflect upon the response that we came up with, I think could have been so, so much richer and have had such a big impact on the history and the shaping of our nation. Uh, I feel like there's an answer echoed throughout the Bible waiting just to be heard in response to that question. I was thinking about the prophet Micah where the people of Israel are asking a similar question, what does the Lord require of me? We should be people that pursue justice. We should be people that pursue mercy. We should walk humbly with our God. We should be people that love our neighbour as we love ourselves. Um, and that should be the thing that forms us. It sounds like I'm hearing from you guys, we know the answer. Perhaps it's not an answer but a solution or, or a pathway um, because that pathway yeah. is going to take a long time a to bring into play. Absolutely. That's the depth of hope, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. But that's what Jesus brought through the cross and through his resurrection. He brought that kind of hope, that there is a new beginning. There can be a new birth, a new way, a new creation. And I think that's the message that the gospel or what Jesus brought to the earth and brought to us in that one little phrase, for God so loved the world. I think today is probably a perfect opportunity to do as you have just challenged us to refresh and to recommit. Think, think of that passage, if you love me, you will keep my commands. May we be challenged to take God mm-hmm. and his voice and his word seriously. And as you said, that long path, planting that seed that needs constant watering, nurturing, healthy soil. I pray that we would commit Mm. to nurturing that seed, that it may grow and flourish Mm. as we, as God intends. First sermon, or that first text actually, what shall I render unto the Lord? It's it's the language of exchange. Mm. What shall I give in return? Napalji, napalji. It's How do you create this kind of equality? And so that monument down there Mm. has this capacity, I think, Mm. if we listen to its challenges, it has the capacity to actually change us, refresh us, saying we can do better. We've got an opportunity at a new start. Yes, we lost the referendum, but that's not the end. And we're still here, God is still here, and he's giving us these other opportunities to do that. And so we've got to create those opportunities. We can create with him. He is our creator. We are children of our creator. And we have these opportunities to create new ways, new pathways for, our, for the future. That's the hope that I live with, yeah. that the church can change, that the governments can change, that the people of Australia can change. If I didn't have that hope, then I wouldn't want to be a follower of Jesus. It would be a a religion of hopelessness and helplessness. And so, this is my hope. So what shall we render unto the Lord? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again for tuning in to the Steeple Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged as you listened in. As I said at the top of the podcast, we loved having and hosting you in this way, but we'd love to hear from you and pray for you, so please drop us a line via our website, or better yet, if you're local to Melbourne, drop in on one of our Sunday gatherings, 10am every Sunday in the Hall of St. Barnabas Anglican Church at 86 Bourne Road, Bourne. Peace and love, friends. Have a great week.